You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. Welcome back for another whole week of Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar there is. It's March. We have March Madness coming up. Plan your sick days accordingly. I don't know what your sick day time is, but I feel a March flu Mm -hmm. coming. Oh, it's coming around. It is coming around. All of a sudden, there's some shortness of breath happening. I don't know if I can taste anymore. You know what? I need, I'm going to have to order a second queso just to verify whether or not I could taste the first queso. The first queso went down the gullet very nicely. (laughs) And I need a second. Very nicely, but a, a second one is in order. SEC tournament starts this weekend. Selection Sunday is on Sunday. Uh, March Madness right around the corner. We're here. We're it's here. Happening. It's happening. Uh, hey, if you found us here and you knew the podcast, welcome. We are glad that you are here. He is Daniel. I am Clint. And we are UGA fans, first and foremost. That's going to become very apparent throughout the entirety of this podcast because you're soon going to realize that we are not gurus or insiders, nor... Does our knowledge extend past Seinfeld references, UGA football players, and queso? This thus concludes the list of things that we are experts on. Things that but, we are not experts on. Everything else. Those, thus, it thus concludes the list of things we are not experts on. Um, we, you know, we give you this disclaimer every week. And about once a month, someone very politely sends us an email Correct. Tells us how disappointed they were to listen to the podcast because they were hoping for more insider knowledge of the Georgia football program. But one, one see, last the time, thing about the thing I, about it was is that's a you thing. Fool me once. That's correct. Fool me once, Clint. Listen, we're Georgia fans. You're a Georgia fan. This podcast is a place to have fun. It's a place where we can relax. Uh, have a good time. Talk about some Georgia football and basketball uh, the way that you do with your friends and family members, uh, maybe at a tailgate before a game, out to dinner with your friends, whatever. Um, Clint and I are glad that you're here. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. We do think that you'll like the show. It's, it's different than some other UGA podcasts out there. Give us a try. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's not. If you If you are interested in the show, just subscribe. It's all that we ask that you do. And then if you like it, you can leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out a bunch, but mostly we're just glad that you're here, glad that you're checking out the show. If you're old to the show, welcome back. Thank you for being with us. Thank you to all of us who have left us, uh, all of you who have left us a uh, five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We appreciate that. Um, and so thank you for doing it. And as always, we would love to hear from you. We've got a whole week's worth of shows planned for this week. If you want to jump into the conversation, email us at lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast. Let us know, um, uh, what you're interested in hearing more of, less of. Uh, let us know what you like, don't like. If you have segment ideas, thoughts, opinions, if you want to give us a this or that possibility, mm. if That's you want to chime Thursday. in about the most exciting players, 
If you want to make a comment about the all-decade teams, if you want uh, to talk about the things about spring practice that you want to hear us talk about, all these things are uh, things that we would love to hear from you. Or just uh, send us an email and say hi. That's fine, too. Uh, Clint, we promised the people... Yeah, Clint, uh, Clint and his Snuggie of pretentiousness will be here on the podcast every day for you this week. Um, so get excited about that. We, we promised the people some thoughts about the Kirby Smart presser. We did. Kirby delivered um, a bit of a surprise presser last week. And uh, we talked about Del McGee at length. We mentioned Cortez and Matt Luke. Both of which spoke to the media as well. But we've yet to talk about the head man. And so we're going to get into some Kirbanese today. But first, a couple of news and notes to get to. Uh, we do want there to be some information in this first segment. And so Eric Stokes, uh, is he fast, Clint? Oh, he went in a straight line nearly as fast as any other gentleman who has been clocked on the 40-yard dash in mm. a football mm. uniform mm. before. Yeah, no, Eric Stokes went ahead and got himself paid. Look, Daniel and I are famous for saying, uh, show me 40 yards running on film. We love to see that. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, Eric Stokes went ahead and just put out for he, He's not running another 40 time, Daniel. Like, no. he's not, that's the last time you saw Eric Stokes Run a 40 you understand what, in his life. You understand what the number was. It said four uh-huh. point, and then the next number, Clint, it was two. It was it was a two. I don't care two whatever. I, you could say it two. It, it, does, a, it doesn't matter. It was a two. The next so, number was a two. But, Clint, can he cover? See, here's where Daniel and I have gotten hate. Some of you don't like this talk. Is Eric Soaks a dog? Yes. Do we love dogs? Yes. Can he lock somebody down? Mm. Questionable. I, I'm it, not saying he can't because pro football listen, focus do, or, has graded him that. well. Do the, do the stats back up the fact that Eric Stokes does not give up big plays? Eric this, Stokes does not give up touchdowns. This is factually correct. The statistics prove this is true. So I think Eric Stokes is well on his way to making himself a quite a nice chunk of money. And good for him. Kudos to you. Hope he has a long and successful career. Uh, He has got the raw athleticism. Oh, that's abundant. If he continues to develop his skill set at corner, I think he is – I think he's well on his way. Turns out uh, another another team, just speaking of draft stock here, Aziz Ojolari, we think we're on record as saying the most underrated Georgia prospect in the first round – in the draft, Clint, in the entire draft. Look, you – Mark this down right now. Okay? Mark this down right now. Okay. Two years from now. I'm ready. Two years from now. The two best ex-UGA defensive players in the NFL. Number okay. one, Roquan Smith. Uh-huh. Number two, Aziz Ojolari. Oh, no. Mark this down. Aziz oh. is going to be a problem for a lot of people. And in two or three years when he is smoking fools all day long... He is. I don't. I don't know why he's not talked about. Now, one draft I, I just saw over at the draft guys. Uh, one draft had him going twelfth, the first edge rusher taken off the board ahead of the kid see, from that's Miami. That's nice. That's a nice spot for Aziz. Uh, you take him at twelve. I got no like that's, all day, no, every day. No complaints. No complaints. That's where he should go. I see in other drafts he's going 24, 22. I got big complaints with that. That's just foolishness at that point, Daniel. Listen, you. T- that's a steal, Clint. 
You're talking about a bona fide defensive rookie of the year candidate. There it is. And now we're we're going to take him late, late, late first round. No, for a for a potential defensive rookie of the year candidate. I don't think so. Um, Tennessee Titans got him mocked in several drafts. Listen, famously took a Georgia Bulldog last year in the first round. At the end of the first round, did not work out great for them. Just to be clear, um, but. If they end up with Aziz Ojolari late in this first round, Ooh. I think all of my comrades here in the Music City are going to be thrilled with that pickup, Clint. Uh, yeah, a lot of people have him go on the Titans because apparently the Titans right now have a bunch of outside edge guys with some problems. Jadavion Clowney, uh, injured yeah. reserved, not playing a lot last mm-hmm. year. Uh, Harold Landry, I think. Uh, not doing well on the other side. So Aziz would slot in nicely, be a disruptive force for sure. Uh, Daniel, we mentioned before that it is March Madness coming up That's very correct. soon. Okay. Again, one more time. March Madness. If you don't, if you haven't had your sick days scheduled yet and you don't know what you're doing, go ahead and get that taken care of and then go to betonline.ag, put it in a deposit uh-huh. okay. with the entire deposit, Daniel. Whatever yes. you put in, they're going to give you half yes. of that right on top. So if you like money, which we all do here on this show, we love money. Mm-hmm. Go to betonline.ag. That's one of the that's one of the the, actually, the pillars of the show. Actually, add that to the fourth. That's that's the yeah. fourth thing we know a lot about. Okay, that's correct. But go to betonline.ag, your sports book experts online. You can do futures, you can do totals, you can do over-unders, you can do all the spreads that you're going to find out. March Madness is coming, all the brackets. You can fill one out, you can bet on individual games, you can bet who's going to reach the 16, the 8, the 4, the championship, all the way throughout the entirety of the tournament. Go over there right now, let them know since you're putting locked on in the promo code, and get your 50% on top free money of your initial deposit. That's betonline.ag. Locked on in the promo code. But Daniel, uh, that's not all we want to give the people. It's We want to give the people more. We're I wanna, giving. Look, if we're nothing in a giving more, mode. We're, we're very giving. And right now, our friends over at Blue Chew Tablets are wanting to give you a free month of their subscription for Blue Chew Tablets. Yes, these are the blue pills that if you don't like swallowing a blue pill for your ED problems, go over to Blue Chew Tablets and they are chewable. It's the same type of medication as you would find at other places, except this is a lot easier to digest, a lot easier to take down. It gives you all the same uh, side effects or or the same benefits as that other blue pill that you could find elsewhere, except that this is going to be all done online, the privacy of your home with an online doctor. You're not going to leave your room, leave your desk, leave your computer, and it's going to be shipped right to you. Right now, if you go to bluechew.com, you're going to go ahead and get the first, first month subscription for free. Daniel, free. Okay, there's that word again. Now, free money, when people give you money, that's good. When people give you free product, that's also good. Also good. Why? Because it's free. Just pay $5 for shipping, and the first month subscription of Blue Chew tablets comes straight to your door. Let them know we sent you by putting locked on in the promo code bluechew.com. Daniel. All right, uh, Clint, let's get into this Kirby Smart Presser. He said some things. He did say some things. I want to start with what I thought was the number one big picture takeaway from this press conference. Okay. Right? And that was Kirby clearly came out with an agenda. Now, that's not unusual for Kirby Smart. He likes to control the narrative. That's, that, is, that is a big uh, – that's, that's a staple of Kirby's. All right? 
And today, the, or the last week, but the narrative of the day was Kirby Smart talking about the mental game. All right. Reporters, as reporters do, and kudos to them for doing this because it's the information that we all want to know. They like to ask about individual players. They like to ask about position groups. They like to ask about matchups. They like to ask about national championships and all these different kinds of things. But no matter what they would ask about, Kirby would always bring the conversation back to the mental approach. He kept referencing what's happening between the ears. We want to get better between the ears. We want to improve. We want to improve mentally. And so now, Clint, here's my question to you. It's a big picture University of Georgia sports question, University of Georgia football question. Okay. Here's something we know is true. Okay. There is not a talent problem at the University of Georgia, correct? Zero of that. No, we do not have a talent problem. Go ask the fine folks over at Rivals. Go ask the fine folks over 24-7, ESPN, whoever you want to talk to, and they will tell you that there's talent aplenty in Athens. That is not the problem. And so the question is, Clint, is there something else, something a bit more ambiguous, a bit less physical? Something that maybe Kirby Smart's referencing here when he talks about what's happening between the ears. Is there something holding this team back in a big picture sense? Is there something to this or another alternative? Is this just classic off-season Kirbanese at its finest? He needs something to talk about. He needs something to motivate the players he needs some sort of a direction for the offseason program. And so this is the direction for this year. And there's nothing. We shouldn't read too much into it. Is it one or the other or is it some combination of both? Look, I think it is a combination of both. But if I'm actually leaning on something, I'm leaning on there's something else besides the physical and talent-rich environment. And this goes back to a couple of years ago. Think of all the transfers Think of all the early draft. Think of all the exes that was taking place. Now, if you're a culture nerd like we sure. are, okay, what's the one thing Kirby is constantly talking about? He's he's saying these sorts of things. It's not talent. Uh, he's he said elsewhere these guys have to stop getting past the fact that they're five stars when they come in. You have to start stop assuming you're going to win and start playing to win. I think, Daniel, there is still a seed of culture at UGA that Kirby has his thumb on, and he is pushing out the final pieces like that last little stick of tube of uh, toothpaste, getting that like little mm. crevice out there. You know, It needs to squeeze mm-hmm. out the end. He's getting out the final pieces of that, where this year we had no transfers outside of one kid being homesick going back to Florida. I, you know what? And I get that. Like yeah, that's, you you know you do you do you you do that's fine. Kids coming back who could have graduated, gone off to the NFL outside of our secondary. Sure, we had big names come back. We have bigger names still talking about it. I think this is not just Kirby's. I think there is something culturally in the fabric of UGA football that doesn't expect to win or or doesn't expect to do the hard things to win. Just expect it to come to us, or maybe a we're UGA. We're never going to get over the top of the big one. Uh, so this is a little bit of both, but I'm leaning more on, no, he's onto something. He's trying to squeeze out the final pieces of that rottenness that we have in our system. 
Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this either, but I, I do. I do think that maybe there's something there. And I'm not trying to read into some sort of big sort of conspiracy theory like Georgia is cursed or whatever. So Paul Feinbaum, I'm sorry, Mm. I'm not available. I'm not available to come on your uh, journalism program that you're hosting there. Is that what he does? It's a program for journalism um, where you talk about college teams being cursed. But I – I do think that, you know, to your point, um, there's something a bit different about this offseason. You know, Tyreek Stevenson is a loss. It's a big loss. He's a former five-star kid, and he leaves the program, and it's a transfer out. But I think if you compare that to the high-profile departures of previous years, all right? We all know about Justin Fields. But then you look at Cade Mace Mm -hmm. in a similar vein, a very high-profile departure – and and you contrast that with this year where that didn't really that wasn't really the case. And then you look at the high profile returners that we had coming back. Okay, Jordan Davis, he had an opportunity. Uh, certainly, you look at the two running backs, and we talked about that last week. Del McGee seems to think that that's a big deal. Those two running backs coming back compared it to two of the all time greats returning to school. And so you start to look at this year's team. And, and compare them to previous iterations. And there does seem to maybe there's something different about this year's team. And Kirby is trying to just cement that piece of the puzzle. Uh, and so we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Kirby did have some specific things to say on the presser. Uh, but, um, but we will get to those um, coming up here in the third segment. Before we do, though, Clint, you know about Bill Barr. Mm. The listeners to the podcast know about Bill Barr. And you know about March Madness. The listeners to the podcast, I assume, know about March I Madness. I hope they but, do. But did you know okay. that Bill Barr, the finest protein bar on the market, the finest protein bar on planet Earth, the tastiest protein bar that's ever been created, Bill Barr is doing their very own Bill Barr March Madness style bracket. Clint, are you aware of this? Hundred percent. Okay. Well, it's happening over at builtbar.com, and every week there's a new matchup. It's putting uh, uh, built bars against each other. Uh, eventually, the the field is going to be whittled down, and and you, the fine people, are going to decide the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth, Clint. And so, mm. uh, do, do you want to talk about? We've got. One of those matchups, uh, or two of those matchups, I believe. So here, this is the Monday matchup. You can go to BuiltBar.com right now, and you can see the actual bracket. Everything is listed uh, on their website. But the but the Monday matchup is uh, it's Apple Almond Crisp mm. versus Churro Puff. Okay. Now BuiltBar's got a okay. got a puff. There's a there's a regular Bill Bar. There's a puff, and then there's a crisp, mm. Clint, which you. You earlier were a little skeptical about the crisp, but I'm going to tell you this right now. I had one of the crisp bars the other day, and they're they're fantastic. Okay. Okay. Unbelievably good. Still chewy like you want, but with a little crunch in there. A little little hint of something in there. And then you have the other matchup, peanut butter brownie. That's a good one right there, Clint. He's going to be hard to beat. 
versus raspberry. Now I'm on record saying the fruit flavors are underrated, but this is a tough draw for raspberry. I'm no, it's, it's right peanut now. butter brownie. Come on, it's a t- this is a tough. T- You're up against something called peanut butter brownie. You could have taken either one of those things and beaten most things with it, but now you got peanut butter brownie going up against raspberry. All right, uh, go to builtbar.com. Enter the promo code Locked On Twenty. You're going to get twenty percent off your order for any of these bars. Um, go check out the bracket on there. It's at BuiltBar.com, the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. He has some so specific Kirby things. Came, Kirby came back and a, a few little. Again, Kirby was not going to go in depth onto no. onto really any no. subject on no. this. He didn't want to talk about it. He was not there for questions. He was just entertaining questions as a way of uh, killing time. But he did say some things. He said, uh, which I thought was interesting. He was asked a lot about corner. He was asked yeah, about sure. the transfer portal, and he made two comments. One of which was just an insult to Dan Mullen. Straight said, shot across the bow at Dan Mullen. He he said, we don't build our program through the transfer portal. Okay. He said, we, you know what we do over here is we do this thing called recruiting. And that's okay. how we build our program. So. Some teams, some teams, Daniel, mm-hmm. uh, make their hay uh, mm-hmm. by signing free agents. Yes. Okay. Some teams make their hay by drafting years and making a foundation, a la the Patriots that end in championships and and lots of wins, and other teams go out in free agents. Uh, Kirby said, I don't want to be the first group. No. Dan. What happens when you build your team through the transfer portal, but then the people that you sign through the transfer portal decide that your culture is garbage and they want to leave before they ever play a down? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That wouldn't be great. But in saying that, though, Clint, I thought there was some – some. we're masters in Kirbanese here. But I thought there was a rare moment of candor in this, in this little part of the exchange because Kirby, I think, acknowledged just how thin Georgia is in the secondary. It's something that we've been talking about. Everybody's been talking about. It's not something that you have to look very hard to acknowledge, to realize. Uh, Georgia lost probably its four best corners from last year. It lost its best safety from last year. Um, incredibly thin in the secondary. Yes, sir. Uh, so Kirby acknowledged that and um, talked about the need uh, talked about the young talent, um, which there was a lot of opportunity and a lot of potential. Uh, but then talked about guys like um, bringing in like Mo Smith in 2016 and what an impact a veteran transfer in the secondary made. So there's still opportunity that you might see that. it's Now it's late in the game, but there's still some opportunity you could see a veteran come in through the portal and help out the secondary. Uh, we shall have to see about that. Uh, Kirby was also asked about championship talk. He said the team doesn't shy away from championship talk. That's but right. The team also doesn't talk about winning a national championship every day because have you ever tried to do something? That's not how you do it. That's not know. how Kirby you was, do it. It felt like Kirby was – had to was having to explain that to someone who had never attempted to do anything before. But that's not you don't 
you don't accomplish something by saying over and over again, I'm going to accomplish this thing. Look, I don't know. I, I, your job's hard. I get it, beat writers for UGA it is football. Hard. I, it's hard. But could you could you come with a little more game, please? I get please. that it was a last-minute call. It was a last-minute announcement that sure. the press conference happened. Listen, we're we're all we're in the media now as well. As weird as that is to say, but like, so like, it's it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, really quick, I, I had this really weird. I was scrolling through Twitter, and there was a guy. I wish I could remember his name, and I, I'm gonna go find it later. He gave a theory on Dan Mullen and the craziness that's happened this last year with Dan. Um, okay. His is thought, this theory serious mental illness? Because I'll feel bad if it is. Um, nope. His thought oh, was okay. that this entire nope. year, Dan Mullen was trying to get the attention. He was peacocking for NFL teams the entire year, not thinking Correct. he was coming back next year, this coming year, at Florida. He thought for certain. That's why all the antics were there. That's why the WWE. Here we go. Here we go again with the antics. Here we go with the antics. That's why and all that and all the 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 throw his entire playbook out there. Go for broke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So could we pause? You're saying that he dressed up in a Darth Vader outfit. Yep. This is this is what this gentleman so, was saying. So that NFL teams would hire him. He was going out in a blaze of glory. He basically pulled a final week on the job, my resignation, like my final day's Friday, and I'm wearing whatever I want into work. Screw you. Yeah. Trying to get in a fist fight with a 19-year-old is certainly going out in a blaze of glory. That says something. Let the record show Clint and I did not punch elderly Vanderbilt fans. Last Did time not. Georgia was in Nashville. But listen, Georgia comes back to Nashville this year, Clint. And so don't act like not going to be right back there in that stadium. And Vanderbilt fans, just know your place. Last year was not a good look for you. So if it comes to it, it comes to it this year. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. That does it for today. Uh, we've got more to talk about the rest of this week. Um, dumb stuff we read on the internet makes a triumphant return to the podcast tomorrow. Clint. Oh boy! And it's a doozy. Think of um, think of Finn at at the secondary position. We are also going to do a post-mortem on the basketball season. We know Georgia has at least one more basketball game to play, but we are pronouncing the, this season dead. Um, as of this moment. Uh, so we're going to do a full autopsy. We're going to do a post-mortem on the basketball season that was. Talk about what went wrong and what the real issues with Georgia basketball are. Um, all that and more coming up tomorrow on the podcast. And we will see you guys then. See you.